This is Bobby Burke, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the star of Netflix's Queer Eye, Bobby Burke. Bobby struggled growing up gay in a Christian conservative household and then overcame homelessness to build a successful interior design company and star as a member of the Fab Five on the Emmy-winning Netflix show Queer Eye. We discuss his experiences in this podcast episode. Can you share some of your childhood difficulties growing up gay in a conservative Christian household and how you were able to escape it and pursue a new authentic life? Growing up gay in, in middle America, especially where I grew up, not really knowing what gay was, you know, I'm old, we didn't have the internet, um, you know, at the time, the the only gay on television. And when I was little, I don't even think she was technically out yet, but was Ellen, you know, so I, I, I didn't know what gay was. I knew I was different. I knew I didn't fit in with the rest of the boys. I knew all my friends were girls, you know, I just... I was different, but I didn't know why. I didn't equate that just yet to sexuality. So growing up in a church where all you heard about gay was gay was bad, gay was an abomination, gays were pedophiles, gays were, you know, going to hell. And then to finally realize one day, you know, when your school got internet, that you were gay, it was hard. You get a lot of self-hate. You know, when you're taught to hate something and that something is horrible, and then you realize that that thing that you were taught to hate and that is horrible is you, it really creates a lot of self-hate. And I think that's why the suicide rate is so detrimentally high in the LGBTQ community, because we're literally taught to hate ourselves, like literally taught to hate ourselves. And so it takes a lot of, a lot of strength and a lot of anger, honestly, a lot of anger first at yourself and then at God, because, you know, you beg and you pray and you plead every day of your life to not be gay. And then you still are. And then anger at the people who cast you away, who promise to love you no matter what, love you unconditionally, people that your entire life revolved around, you know, and when I say that, I mean the church, you know, my whole life revolved around the church. And so Yeah, I think a lot of the way you get past it is honestly anger, (laughs) you know, because if you if you let the sadness overcome you, if you let the depression, if you let the feeling of self hate overtake you, you won't make it. And I think that's why I left at the age of 15. If I hadn't have left, I probably wouldn't be here right now. You know, I, I probably wouldn't. I would have probably taken my own life. Like, you can't stay in an atmosphere that teaches you to hate yourself and, and keep going. So, yeah, I, I think the thing that gets young queer youth through it and those conservatives is, is anger. You know, we, we've got to work through that at an older age. We've got to get over that anger. Um, you know, and, and luckily there, there are great gay and lesbian and queer and trans role models out there that young youth can now see and look at and go, hey, I don't have to be angry anymore. Look at them. My life can be just as good as them. My life isn't going to turn out horrible like my parents and my church leaders said it is. I can start having hope instead of anger. But having anger isn't always a bad thing because that anger can help you push through. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems like that decision to escape both saved your life and changed your life in a very positive way. 
And you created this incredible rags to riches story, starting off with what, $100, moving to New York, couch surfing, basically being homeless, and then building a business after you know various stints at working at different companies, and then start having being in your own Netflix show. So it's been kind of this remarkable journey of starting with really nothing and escaping a, a really bad situation that was quite dire. And then now you've been able to kind of turn your life around. Do you think that your previous situation motivated you to pursue this career? And is this where your ambition came from? I definitely think my, my previous life of being told I was less than motivated my life to be more than. Absolutely. And every day, knowing what other, you know, LGBTQIA plus youth are going through in, in middle America, not just middle America, but all over the world, to be honest, motivates me day in and day out to be that example and to be that positive light. And, you know, for my marriage to be a shining example of, of a success, you know, I never thought that I'd be in a lifelong relationship that just, I was told over and over that would never happen. Oh, even if you, even if you do, you know, be gay, you know, if you, if you make it, if you don't die from AIDS and you don't die from drug overdoses, you know, you're still just going to live a life of loneliness. The amount of times I heard that I'm motivated every day to be that beacon for LGBTQIA plus youth. And switching gears, the COVID-19 pandemic has amplified our mental health crisis, leaving many of us isolated in our homes, some of us without a job. As an interior designer, what changes can people make in their home environment that will help them live healthier and work better? When you surround yourself in chaos and clutter, it creates chaos and clutter in your mind. People don't often think about how much your surroundings affect your mental health. You know, just simple daily tasks. Laundry can make you depressed. You ever think about that? Laundry making you depressed? When you go to bed at night and you, you look around your bedroom and you see all that laundry laying on the chair, laying on the floor, laying on the bed, the pile you have to crawl under. And the last feeling you have before you go to bed is, this is something I failed at. I didn't do a task today that I wanted to do, that I've been telling myself sometimes for weeks, for months that I'm going to do. And you go to bed feeling like a failure. And then when you wake up, the very first thing you see is that failure. And so you wake up feeling like a failure. And when that happens day after day after day, you go to bed at night feeling like a failure. You wake up feeling like a failure. A little thing like laundry just starts seeping into your whole mentality and your life. It starts affecting everything. So you know, little things like making your bed, doing your laundry, keeping a tidy, clean, organized house has a huge, huge effect on your outlook, not just in your home right now during COVID, but every single day. You know, the way you have things organized when you're getting ready in the morning in your bathroom and you don't have your bathroom organized and stuff is falling out of your medicine cabinet into the sink or on the floor and you're just getting annoyed. And, you know, you have those mornings where just like one little bottle falling can literally feel like the end of the freaking world. <laughs> and that's how you start your day off. So having your bathroom organized to where you're starting your day off in a calm, organized environment helps you build on that day. But if you start off frustrated, you get in your car and then that person cutting you off, that makes you even more angry because you already started out your day frustrated. And then you get to work and a comment from a coworker, it just keeps building. But if you start your day off happy, if you start your day off feeling accomplished because, oh, hey, there's not laundry all over my room. I accomplished that yesterday. And hey, I got ready this morning and I wasn't annoyed. Nothing fell out of the cabinets. You know, my towel wasn't dirty when I went to dry my face with it because I did my laundry. You start your day off in a positive way. So uh, 
keeping your house clean and tidy and organized. You know, our moms were right. You should clean your room. It does have an effect on your life, on, on every aspect of your life. And we're living through a period of great political, social, and racial division. What are some ways to connect with people who are different than you? You know, one of our biggest goals going into Queer Eye was to be able to sit down in the home of somebody that had different political views as us and it not be about political views. And it just be about our humanity and finding our commonality because that's what it was before. It wasn't red and blue and Democrat and Republican. We were just people. The thing that you can do to connect is just to listen. I really find that that was the key to the success, especially of our first and second season going into Georgia, was just listening to people. Because especially, you know, we started filming in March or April of 2017. You know, the election had just happened. Trump had just taken over. Everybody had unfriended anybody with an opposite opinion of them. And nobody was listening to each other. So to have five very liberal gay guys come into the homes of very conservative Trump supporting people and for us to just listen was kind of a life changing effect for them and for us. What we found very quickly was when we listened, so did they. And we actually changed a lot of opinions. And what's your best piece of career advice? Don't let failures set you back. Don't let them knock you down. They're literally just lessons to help you do that thing better the next time or to have learned that that thing that I was trying to do, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I've done a lot of different things in life and I never thought that this is what I'd be doing. You know, so, but without those failures, I would have never been doing what I'm doing today. I just, I was like thinking in my head, it's like failure is part of your journey, but doesn't have to be the end result of it. Exactly. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Bobby. To follow his journey, you can watch Queer Eye and find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where he shares interior design pictures, gift guides, announcements, and political statements. (laughs) 